And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. Hey, Frank, a little birdie told me you don't need a satellite dish to get DirecTV. What's the little birdie? Was it Jimmy the Sparrow? It's a figure of speech. Point is, you can stream DirecTV over the internet now. Oh, sure. Next you're going to tell me those big birds are made of metal and filled with people, right? <laughs> you mean airplanes? Stream DirecTV without a satellite dish. Visit DirecTV.com. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. This is Sam Amick. I'm Fred Katz. And I'm Anthony Slater. Listen to us throughout the playoffs on the Tampering Podcast as we break down the most important games and series. We'll also take a look at the big picture implications for each win and each loss. Might even have a Lopez reference in there. Join us (laughs) for the Tampering Pod every Tuesday right here on the Athletic NBA Show. Welcome to the Athletic MBA Show. Monday through Friday on the Athletic Podcast Network. <coughs> Guys, I got to say, Bucks in four. It's a sweep. The Bucks are just better. Like, they they miss P.J. Dozier, man. Like, like that's that's where their defense is. Yep. Fire up the fucking doom ship. Oh I'm, hey, I'm burning this bitch down tonight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I just feel like choosing violence tonight, dog. This shit, it was so fucking funny seeing Philly's fans turn on them oh like that. God. Oh, I love it. Oh, he's getting booed. I love it. Trey played sorry as fuck, but I just still want to just show him. <laughs> hey, that's just because, dog, the number one seed getting cracked like that. Mm-mm. In both bo- the same weekend. Listen, white Kevin out here getting it. <laughs> white Kevin getting this shit off, bro. <laughs> the real Katie. <laughs> Fucking white Kevin, bro. Oh my god. Oh, bro. Wow. Listen, if they crack Milwaukee, oh my god. Man, I, look, I don't think it's crazy <laughs> to think it could happen. I really don't. Yo, I might actually buy some Adidas, bro, after this series. Yo. Yo, Ben Simmons. It's Yo, the best, man. Fucking trash. Hey, Yo. Andrew Grace wouldn't embarrass Australia like that. No, absolutely Yo, not. Ben Simmons. We're not. Ben I just, Simmons. just like we're we're never doing this again with Gobert, and we're never doing this shit again with Simmons, ever. Oh, we'll do ever. it again next year because people will talk themselves into those no, guys again. No, 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 no. We're not going to. Simmons allow will them. be somewhere else, but people will talk themselves we're not into. Gonna, we're not going to allow it. I'm not going to allow this. Okay. From now on, I'm telling you, until I get fired from the Athletic. We will never. When someone says Ben Simmons, I will say no. Next topic. When someone says Rudy Gobert, I'll say no. Next topic. After you today, gotta do him like Kanye. Oh my God, you gotta do him like Kanye at this point. Like he can't be mentioned on. <laughs> no, he he's can't. just gonna be number twenty-five, bro. Two five two seven. This is gonna be the most slanderous episode. And it's no ever. game tomorrow, so that got a simmer. Oh my God. Is no games tomorrow, mm, so that no shit going to simmer. No games at all. Oh, I, listen, if I'm the Nets, I'm happy. Because, you know, the heat was on them for a minute. Everybody going to be talking about them. They about to light Philly ass up tomorrow. They going to be smoking on that Sixers pack. I'm surprised they throwing no hoagies out there on the, on, the, on the court. That shit crazy. Yo, who we waiting on? DeFore? Bruh. New York strip steak? This is the Basketball Buds. Braised beef short ribs? With Zach Harper and your favorite athletic writer. Get mad at me, bro. I'm gone. This is good. This is good stuff. I know. I, I, hey, King, you would have been, been wrestling bro. with somebody. Nah, that's bad. He might have been doing probably. UFC. 
archery. That that motherfucker does archery. There's Dave. What up, Dave? We're talking shit on you too. Welcome to the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA Show podcast on the Athletic Podcast Network. I'm Zach Harper. We got Trevon Edwards. We got Jay King. We got James Edwards the third. We got a limping but still thriving Dave DeFore. We got a full squad today coming up on the show. We've got our Eastern Conference Finals. We've got our Western Conference Finals. We even got a game into the Western Conference Finals as we get through these playoffs. And oh shit, guys. I just got something on my phone. Oh, it's a fraud alert. Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers. Fraud alert. My bank is contacting me saying don't invest in these bums ever again. After they lose a game seven at home, they didn't just lose a game seven at home. This is what, like, I try, I know it doesn't seem like it, but I do really try to, like, stay even keeled about a lot of this shit, right? But there was a moment in the fourth quarter in which Ben Simmons was wide open under his own basket. Wide open. And instead of taking his 6'10 ass up to dunk it or lay it in or whatever with only Trey Young around him, he passed to Matisse Thybul who was like eight feet from the basket, who then went and tried to dunk it. He got fouled. He made one or two. And that was the moment where I said, never again with Ben Simmons. Never Zach, again. The once, it took you that long? The one look, seat man. is a curse, bro. The one seat is a curse. All these frauds, bro. Imaginary players. Look. Imaginary players. No, no, we, <laughs> listen, we knew it. We knew it from the jump, but we tried to be nice this year. We're like, nah, you know what, Philly, they're Special circumstances, Utah, Philly's doing you well. Know, you yeah. know what, they're doing really good. You know what, do it in the playoffs. God damn, yo. Mm. Do you see this? Ben they Simmons is disrespect to basketball. It's never again. What what we just watched. Disrespect to basketball. What we just watched is a guy who literally doesn't want to play. He doesn't want to play. What, what did... The fact that he dumped that off to Thibel, who's a 44% three-throw shooter. I mean, I didn't even realize how many shots well, did he take. To, was it to in be the fair, teams? James, James, to be fair, Ben Simmons probably looks at that 44% and is like, damn, he's good. Like, <laughs> man, how do I get to that? You know Dude. what's crazy is on that play, they they posted him up. And I was like, yo, Ben Simmons is going to do something. He did. He's ready he, to he do did something. something to and fair. then he made a post move and got by his guy. And I was like, yo, Ben Simmons is going to score in the fourth quarter of an NBA playoff game. And then he passed it out of a wide open layup. Yeah. And He's then Bible no made man. a horrible, horrible foul. Dave, you don't need touch to dunk a basketball. Dunk the- I, I know, but he's scared. He's scared to to shoot at all around the basket. Like he's not a good finisher. So if it's not a dunk, and even that dunk, he might get fouled and have to go to the free throw line. I mean, his new name is scared I'll tell to you get laughed at. Is what we it make is. fun. Hey, we ben we can Simmons. make fun of Giannis. We can make fun of Giannis all we want over the free throws Yo. and over his hands. But I mean, I think Giannis took a lot more shots in the fourth quarter of his series that went seven games than he, Ben Simmons he, did. Ben Simmons took how, three shots in the fourth quarter of this series. Here's how one of my brothers put it. Giannis is afraid once he gets to the free throw line, whereas Ben Simmons is petrified to ever get there in the first place. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. And it's and, there's one word to describe that. We're not going that far, but um, yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, guys, I don't know if you've ever heard this, but you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. Look, I'm tired of spending too much breath on dude. Let's talk about Red Velvet. He showed up tonight. Ooh, Kevin Herter. White Kev. Listen, White Kev did it on Juneteenth. 
Listen, Red White Velvet. Kev did it on Juneteenth without the MLK jersey. He ain't even needed superpowers. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that you, you feel to me? you, train, James. Got, Dennis the Menace. Yeah. Got to it, did his thing. You know what I mean? Stayed aggressive. You know, held it down for Trey because Trey struggled a little bit. And John Collins being the instigator that he is. I like this Hawks team, man. I know I didn't pick them to win, but man, they feisty, bro. They impressed me. See, I, I want to get to the Hawks too because they were really good. And Herder was fantastic. Trey Young wasn't, wasn't even great, yeah. but but he had a great series. And not only that, but he's just an incredible figure on the road. Like people just hate him and he loves it. And it makes for an incredible dynamic. But I, I really think the bigger story to come out of this game is what the hell do the Sixers do? And I, they try, they tried to change the coach. They tried to change the entire supporting cast. And I thought did a really good job of that. They should have traded Ben Simmons years ago when he still had a lot of trade value. Like like two years ago when it became clear that that he and Embiid were not a great fit together. They should have split up those guys, moved on, moved Simmons somewhere where they could get a huge return back. Now, what is the market for him? Like, I, I'm J. not King. even sure. It, J. It, King, listen, listen. Let's talk stats before we lose subscribers. <laughs> Game one, Ben Simmons in the fourth quarter. Two for two in field goals. Game oh, two. Oh, two for two. Cute. Zero for zero. Game three, <laughs> one for one. Game Ooh. four, zero for zero. Game five, zero for zero. Game six, zero for zero. And game seven, zero for zero. He does not want to shoot in the fourth. Yo, he didn't miss in the fourth from what you're telling me, though. <laughs> clutch. Hey, that doesn't count as 100% Yo, that, clutch. Yo, he might have had the clutchest series of all time. <laughs> Yo, Oh my gosh, dude! Like, no. And, and, shout out to Kevin Herter, man. I don't have to watch dude play anymore, or at least for a while. <laughs> Kevin Herter? I just I couldn't watch anymore. Oh, you can Oh, you have to watch Ben Simmons, Simmons anymore. Got you. Got yeah, you. I don't okay. want. Yeah, I don't even want to say his name. I've said it. No, enough. no, no. After today, we can say it the rest of this episode. Then after today, we're never saying his name again on this podcast. He's, when we say Chicago Bull Ben Simmons, no, we just say we just say two five, two five got traded to the Bulls. <laughs> <laughs> two five two five two five two five got traded zero for zero let's call him zero for zero <laughs> um here's like looking at this and tobias had a had a pretty pretty up and down solid game, game. yeah he well he ended yeah, up like he, okay. he missed a bunch of shots but i'll say this he wasn't afraid right he's attacking the basket nope. he was trying to find ways to make it work he just didn't have the touch in this game seth curry Obviously not afraid. Embiid could not have turned the ball over if he tried more. Like, I, I don't know what the hell happened to his hands, but this has been a problem towards the end of the series, late in the, late yeah. in the game. Furk and Korkmaz, I don't know that I've ever trusted a player less who's a, who has a good three-point percentage to take a shot. And then after mm -hmm. that, like, other than, like, Maxi or Shake Milton, like, there's nobody else on this on this team where I'm like, yeah, get them the ball. Well, Furcon's funny because he's like a their three point specialist guy, and he's like a seventy three percent free throw shooter. Right. Yeah. I, I, so I think that's why it throws you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. I, I think you know. Obviously, they're going to try to move Simmons. Um, you know, missing out on Harden feels pretty big right now. I think. 
Uh, well, I don't know about to you guys. I still don't Missing think that was... Kyle Lowry seems very big. Yeah, that yeah. one that seems does bigger, too, right? I, I really don't think that Harden was ever going to be available to Daryl Morey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's I don't. I don't think yeah. Tillman was... Like, to be fair, like, I don't think Tillman was ever going to do that. Hey, shout to the Rockets. They knew Ben Simmons was a fraud. <laughs> Yeah, They'd rather you know get Maybe nothing back than Ben some Simmons. More scouting credit here, right? Like went out and got They'd just, just Tate, right. went out and got Christian Wood. Said no to Ben Simmons. Like you know, they got a scouting. Night I think there. it's safe no. to say it's safe to say that anybody trying to dream up a Draymond Green sort of role for for Ben Simmons on their team probably has second guessed that thought, right? Like. He has no effect whatsoever in the half court offense where like Draymond Green obviously is Draymond Green in the half court. I don't know what team he can work on. Uh, CJ McCollum for Portland. Ben Simmons. Uh, does he work in Portland? He doesn't like, have he to shoot. the same problem. Doesn't have to shoot. Opens up more. I don't know if this is a good thing. Opens up more shots for Norm. Can defend, answers their perimeter defensive problem. Look, this is no disrespect I, to Norm Powell. I'm not acquiring someone to open up more shots for Norm. Okay, well, that I'm, can't be. You're, no, no, no. I agree. <laughs> yes, no, you're a thousand percent right. But Norm's good. I think but what are we doing? Logistically, that's the only place I. If I'm Portland and I'm Neil O'Shea, I'm the I'm the only GM thinking about it. I'm the only. I'm not giving up a fort or whatever it takes. What for, about Toronto? What do I have to give up? Your dignity. Well, uh, I don't know, but but there there's got to be some deal where where you could hold on to Simmons, Siakam. Everyone and OG. loves Chris Boucher. You can have Chris Boucher. I don't. No, I really think like his contract is not good anymore. It went from maybe it never was good, but <laughs> but I think people see it as like a a real negative. All right. And his his standing in the eyes of NBA talent evaluators has never been lower. I got a question. I got a question. Who do you want on your team right now for the money? Ben Simmons or Andrew Wiggins? Oh, oh. man, Andrew Wiggins. I yeah, don't Wiggins. take a second to think about it. Andrew Andrew Wiggins. Hey, Wiggy nah, shooting, nah, 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 nah. I, Wig- I can't Wiggs go that shoot. far. Nah. Wiggs is shooting. Yeah, Wiggs you got to go there. He's not going to take your nothing. offense. And look, nah. Ben Simmons, Simmons, man, look, the guy is one of the, I mean, two or three best defenders in the league. And and you could really, if you, if you get down to it and the way he can defend every position, I mean, he, he, he's up there with everybody. Yo, Wig shot 38% from but, three this year. And yeah, he had a good season and had a, a pretty good season defensively. I mean, he was yeah. a part of a top five defense, so he's not a slouch. And I mean, there just the fact that he offers you stuff on the offensive end and maybe he can't be your number one guy, but he could be your number two or number three guy and be, at least a little bit more accountable down the stretch than Ben Simmons is. But I like that. Uh, <laughs> that's a tough, that's not a tough one, Zach, but that's just like shows you where we're at. Mm-hmm. Yo, zero for zero has fallen so far from grace. <laughs> is this, is this Man. game worse than the time he scored one point in a game? Yo, they were booing him in the final like minutes of a game seven. I think that that beer can that got thrown onto the floor was meant for him. Had to try to run our test, this man, in his own fucking court in a game. Seven. <laughs> his own fans wanted to fight. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah, that's oh, rough. That's rough. I just think I I think you can do better than this if you're down under Tyrone Hill. Like that's what he is at this point. <laughs> He's Tyrone Hill. 
Yo, come. <laughs> At least he looks better. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's unnecessary. <laughs> uh, how much is, how much Are you is, saying Bo Outlaw that plays with the wrong hand? <laughs> is that Boomerang, that boomerang Bo Outlaw? Is that what we're called? <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh. All right. If who, what what rap song was it that that shitted on Tyrone Hill? Oh, oh it was uh, it uh, was it was it? It wasn't Biggie, was it? No, 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 no. Hubert Davis or somebody. Yeah, it was Hubert. It was oh, fuck. I wish I remember that. And Anthony Mason. It, oh, it it was in in Philly. It gets ugly like Tyrone Hill, and it's in Philly too. <laughs> That's crazy because Tyrone Hill is just minding his business. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> just super Shout excited to Tyrone for the Hill. slander fest of the Athletic NBA show. And also, just shit on Tyrone Hill. Thank you for subscribing, Sorry, Tyrone. <laughs> um, all right. Shout out to the Hawks, man. If we, yeah, let, let's get to the Hawks. Um, Trey Young was not good shooting the ball in this game, but man, his aggressiveness was phenomenal. Um, I thought Clint Capello. It competed so well considering like what what Joel Embiid was doing to him for most of the series and Clint mm-hmm. just kept coming back and they they had good help and Gallo stepped up obviously Red Velvet was on fire um yo man this Hawks team's fucking good they are. they're gelling at the I right moment think, listen I don't even think we would ever say that I never thought in my in the in the past I, I thought we would have to say that in three years Really? I never thought we would have to say that. No, bro, I know they had loaded up, but like how they was looking, they didn't look like they was just going to steamroll like this. Oh, no. Guys. Uh, They're fearless, bro. And that's the thing. Trey, unlike Ben Simmons, he going to keep shooting. Yeah. He got, you know, he got shooters amnesia. He don't give a, he don't give a damn. He go five for 17. He's still going to shoot it. And that's what you need. You know what I'm saying? You don't need a crazy field goal percentage because when that shot needs to be made, he hit a deep three, dog. Yeah. Like to put them yeah. cozy. Put them up six, you know what I'm right? saying? He had because Tobias chase him to the half court on a loose ball and yeah. just fly right. It's just having that leverage. And shout out to Trey for one, just his just craftsmanship in the pick and roll, just reading it be taking those slight steps up, being able to find Capella over the top, swinging the guys, hurt or turn Seth into barbecue chicken. It was it was a master class in offense minus like if Trey had shot even fine, that would have been a master class. That's a tough matchup for Seth too, because like, he's like four inches shorter than Herder. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah, and he it's tried. A tough it's not like he didn't because try. He's very bad on well, defense. Like, okay. Oh, I was trying to be nice. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only <laughs> like, one where I'm like, he's slander free in this one. He actually balled in the series and wasn't afraid and they couldn't give him the yes. ball. Get Seth Curry some help. Get Seth Curry some help. Absolutely. Uh, we do have a quote courtesy of Mark Stein. Sixers coach Doc Rivers was asked postgame if Ben Simmons can be the point guard on a championship team. He said, I don't know the answer to that right now. Let's go, Doc. I mean, he, oh, he can't man. today. Honesty, man. Uh, he just watched what we all watch. He had better seats. Can't sit there and fool us. Is it, no, you got, I mean, you got to stick up for your man at that point. I got a tough question. Hold on. Point. He knows Guys, I got gone. a tough question for you. All right, you asked about Wiggins. Yeah. Would we rather have Wiggins? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Would Doc have rather had Ben Simmons or his own son, Austin, who you know he didn't want around? Austin's not afraid. 
I'll take Austin. I feel yeah. like Austin would have done been better for them. Also, he's about he's about one he's about one percent of what Ben Simmons cost. <laughs> it's just it, it's just funny. It's just funny how how quickly that was taken advantage of. You know his his te- like hesitancy. Atlanta just really jumped all over that, and, and I thought that I mean that obviously cost the game for for the Sixers, but the series it, it's just it should have been over. Trey, what the some dumb basketball, man? Some real dumb basketball. Trey, what did you just Terrible. drop in the chat? Is that Tony Snell? With oh, the Tony, Tony Snell, Snell. Tony Snell merch. <laughs> That's Tony Snell. Merch. Tony Did Snell has merch. Tony Snell merch. Tony Snell still has um, a BlackBerry. That's a fact. You, That's you know, a is, fact. That, is that Tony Snell's logo? Yes, it's a snail. That shit fire. That's oh hilarious. God. Yo, if any Yo, of you guys, guys all need Tony to go Snell find merch. Tony Snell's logo, I don't know where it came from. The T Snell snail. Oh my god! You got to shoot fifty, fifty, a hundred, man, oh, to get that. We'll get. We're, we're gonna get to. <laughs> we're gonna get to a little preview. So we get to someone who likes zero for zero. <laughs> but that's not up to him. You know, it's the Ozark logo. Um, I feel like teams are actually paying him to go zero for zero. They're not doing that for Ben Simmons. Um, we'll get into more of the Eastern Conference Finals preview next. But oh, fuck! I got another fraud alert. Rudy Gobert, the Utah Jazz, another fraud alert. These Yo. frauds. Look, I was so I was on Wednesday. I I have a regular radio hit in Salt Lake City, and I was asked, and this was after the Kawhi news had come out, right? Um, that he was that he was out, and I was asked, I was like, so what what's going to happen? I was like, look, there's no way the Jazz can lose this series at this point. No Kawhi, like it's not going to happen. But if they do, everyone's got to go, other than Donovan Mitchell. Like, everyone's got to go. And now, guys, what happened to Rudy Gobert in game six? As Terrence Mann yeah. is going off on the Jazz, as Reggie Jackson is bodying everybody, as Paul George, Paul George, slander-proof in that series. What happened? How did the Jazz let that Listen, happen? They All make right. Paul George have a life awakening moment, and, bro. And let me he found say this, himself again. Let me say this. And shout out to Ty Lu. There are zero yeah, Ty Lu coaches ass off. I don't want to hear mm-hmm. Mike Conley was her or Donovan Mitchell's ankle. They didn't have Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. There's no excuse. Yeah, but yeah, that, they had no point of attack. No excuse, I mean, the Utah man. Jazz have no perimeter defense at all. No. Like their entire you know scheme, their entire scheme is all <laughs> about making you him, go up why. against Rudy Gobert, right? Yeah. So the Jazz entire scheme is you are going to have to contend with Rudy Gobert. We're going to funnel you straight to him. He's great at that, right? Like th- we all agree that he is great at drop coverage because he's so good at being that guy that people get funneled. He's the best in the world at that one thing. Randy Jackson would disagree. Okay. So now you get into the playoffs and it has to change. And so they, the, the Jazz say, well, we're going to try to make you face Gobert. Okay, so we're going to go five out. And now you got to choose. Are you going to still try to force us into Gobert and force Gobert into the play? Or are you going to leave Ter- uh, Terrence Mann open and hope that he shoots better and, you know, at least isn't a hesitant shooter because that, that's why they were leaving him open. They didn't think he was going to shoot. He he shot he shot and stuck him, and then they didn't change it up. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. 
Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. So, I mean, well, it, yeah, it it's Gobert, but like Gobert was being asked to cover like 30 feet, man. But I thought he no, could. I mean, the whole team perimeter. was bad. I was told, the whole team was I bad. I was told he could defend on the perimeter that he is elite at every level he's, of defense. He's in starting the NBA. every possession. He's starting uh, every possession with a foot in the paint start. while Terrence Mann was in the corner, right? Like, I mean, that was their scheme. But he wasn't. So he that's wasn't a coaching even, issue. No, nah, man. That's, maybe that's maybe it was a coaching issue. No. But he didn't even try to get back out to the perimeter on a number of occasions. They, the, I agree, it's a, it's a team wide issue. Like they set up their roster with a bunch of guys who are not great defenders because they figured, you know what, this is kind of a market efficiency thing for us. These guys may not work everywhere else, but we have Rudy Gobert. Like we can we can get away with Bogdanovich and Ingles and and these type of guys on the perimeter. Like, we don't need lockdown perimeter defenders everywhere. So I get that. But also, every single bucket <laughs> was against, was by Rudy Gobert's man. And and Rudy never rotated after the initial rotation to the bucket. He didn't get to the bucket to take away Reggie Jackson's points. He, he was did a few times totally, and didn't block it. He was totally lost on on the perimeter, and I, I had people in my Twitter mentions saying, "Yeah, but there are only a few teams that that can really take advantage of him." It's like, bro, they didn't have Kawhi; they were playing Terrence Mann, who's never done anything in his NBA career. Nicholas Batum, who was considered washed up for like the past three years before being an, a pretty useful piece this year, Pat Beverly, and and those guys obviously shot above what they normally do, but they were wide open practice look, shots, man, look, and the Jazz yo, never did anything. What did Dorian Finney-Smith say, right? I, when I go barrel, <laughs> I knew I was going to get a bunch of good looks. Let's not act like this I, isn't the other team game planning to go after him. So, oh, like, yeah. like, and this, oh no, this it is. is. My, man, no, 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 no 100%. Issue, though. Like, you're, you're taking advantage of their of their greatest strength is what I'm getting at. Yeah. I'm saying, like, the, it's up to the Jazz. So, the Jazz have their plan. Clippers are countering it. And then the Jazz just, they, their counter was weak. It was like, okay, we're just going to, if he beats us, we're okay with that. And in a game seven, man, or, or sorry, an elimination game, it was a game six, even worse, because you were up. Yeah. You got you to gotta do better. And, I, you know, I've thought like all year, I mean, I've, I've watched so many of their games. And I've wondered if their plan was favors. Like maybe they didn't realize that he was, you know, as – as washed as he looks playing defense and, and their hope was by the time they got to the playoffs, they were going to have that guy that could do the thing that you needed. Cause go bear. Look, go bear. Can't physically do that. But I don't know that there's many players that can do what they were asking of him to protect the rim, the way yeah. they needed because of those defenders and also guard a, a, a smaller player on the perimeter like that. That's a lot for anybody, but in particular a seven footer. But he's supposed to be the defensive player of the year. And he got absolutely game planned to the point where Ty Lue, I, I think he said it during his TV interview. He's like, yeah, we, we just think 
you know, we can get to the paint and drag Rudy out there, and then we're going to get a wide-open shot. Yeah, regular season award, though, right? Like, I mean, you get a chance to play the same team a couple times in a row. I mean, when we've seen this with Milwaukee, they get to the playoffs and they're not able to adjust. And we saw it with the Jazz. I mean, the Jazz had that very similar recipe for success. And, you know, it came back to Burnham. Right, but here's the other part of it. it Here's the other part of it, too. You have to be able to destroy as a seven foot one, 270 powder or whatever he is. You have to be able to kill a 6'6 guy in a switch. And it wasn't even a switch. They were literally just guarding him with 6'6, six, 6'7 six, six, guys regularly. Like, you can't, you got to flash. And his team seal didn't trust Fitch. Like, his team didn't trust his well, hands. They wouldn't throw him lobs. Right. They, they didn't trust him to be able to score down low. And that to me is the biggest issue. If he had just been able to score repeatedly, grab rebounds repeatedly, right. he had 12 points and 10 rebounds against 6'5 and 6'6 six, six dudes. And, and so, like, his defensive issues wouldn't have mattered if he had just played the lineup off the court. Exactly. But he couldn't do that. So yeah. his, and his that's offense- what happens to Utah every year. It's the other end too, right? Because he could not he could not make any sort of impact over there. They needed to adjust and get him off the court. I don't know who they would have gone to. Like that's a whole but, other yeah, question. But, but this but, is, but this is my issue, getting- Dave. This is my issue. Is that whenever in the regular season it's like, sure, Rudy's really good, but that gets so much goddamn pushback from obviously jazz media who they have to like, for whatever reason, seem to have to sure. root for the, for the jazz. And then outside <laughs> they of don't that, have to. the fucking analytics community, well, and I'm not back. anti-analytics here, this isn't against, but that's no, my I know issue where I'm like, I'm like, why does it like, and then, and then when it happens the, that night where they give up 81 fucking second half points. 81, right? <laughs> it was one great one of the biggest on the absolute choke jobs up, I've ever yeah, seen. Exactly. Zach. It's and and the thing is, afterwards, it's just the excuse machine. Well, it's not his fault for this, for that, for that. Really? Because the other team is dying to go against him in a seven-game series. They're dying to. Well, now here's the question though. Why isn't why isn't there an adjustment made? Right? Like it, I, mean, yeah, I mean, Quinn might be a be, bad coach. Uh, Quinn might be uh, This is what I'm wondering. All right. Quinn yeah. is definitely not a bad coach. He's not a bad coach. In the playoffs? But like, I mean, you can't watch that and not try to change it. I mean, like the math problem, I think it, it was a math thing where they were just like, there's no way he's going to do this. And he just kept doing it. But like at a certain point, you got to just say, all right, this guy's on one. We've all been around basketball for a long time. And sometimes the guy that normally doesn't do it, does it. We see it all the time. And they had so a you just got to be point, ready. They had a 25-point lead. That's like. The, that's the part gets, that keeps it gets down overlooked. to 10. It gets down to 10 and you're like, all right, Terrence Mann has 30 already and they are splashing threes everywhere. What can we do? Do we need to sit Rudy? Do we need to play five perimeters? Because I think the jazz would have had a better five perimeter lineup if they had gone small too. Cause at and least they would have had a 10 point well, lead or whatever Rudy, it was. Do you go Rudy, Royce at the if, five? Like what do you, the person, again, the per- if Rudy's doing his job on offense, they have to bring in a big, right? Like they cannot go five smalls if Rudy is playing seven foot tall. Like Joel right. Embiid, you can't go small against Joel Embiid. But he can't because his teammates don't trust him to have the basketball. Exactly. And so that's the that's yeah. the issue. That's so, what really killed him. Salute to Ty Lue, though. How many oh, coaches would have right, gotten to that lineup yeah. and leaned on it the way he did and stayed with it down they weren't playing Terrence Mann. You you look at what we saw from Doc, and you look at what we saw from Tyloo, and you see why the Clippers made the change. I mean, 
Lou made several defensive changes. The way they played, they played so many different coverages to to go and commit to the small ball to recognize that about Rudy in Utah that they weren't going to change and, and they were just going to do what they like. It was a master class, I thought that series from Ty Lue. Um and for me, he are he's entered the conversation when we start saying some of these names like the the Quinn Snyder's and X Y and Z. Like I think Lou's shown enough this year to be in those conversations. I mean, he's definitely beyond Quinn at this point. Quinn has really yes. struggled in the playoffs. Great yes. regular season coach. I do think he's a good coach, but the playoffs, like at this point, why would you trust him? Not great. Yeah. Track record is really not yeah, great. Track and, really again, not good. I mean, again, uh, Gobert like takes a lot of heat, but you also got to think like you're as a coach, you got to put these guys in a position to succeed in the playoffs. Yeah, but yeah, they got to be able to play. But the scheme isn't working for him. This is also what so happens if, if he's your guy. Maybe just go to zone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Anything like uh, anything uh, other than the shit they're yeah, doing. I deserve an apology for what? When I said. <laughs> that the Jazz were the 2015 Hawks. <laughs> you guys acted like the Jazz were so far beyond the 2015 Hawks. Both are frauds. These Both motherfuckers, these motherfuckers could not get out of the second round. They get could not see the, the Kawhi-less Clippers. They get were em. not even as good as the 2021 Hawks. Get get Never mind the 2015 Hawks. What do you think LeBron Kevin Love and Kyrie would have done to old tree ass Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Get him. Oh, Tristan Thompson would have dominated. Apologize. To who? Apologize. To you? Damari Carroll would have locked up. Would have locked up <laughs> Terrence Mann. Right, he actually would have helped. All right, all right, all right. He would have been great. Yeah, they could have yeah, used Damari Carroll. Let's, let's chill. Would not have allowed Terrence Mann to score close to 39 points. You all told me I was so wrong. First of all, you know what's funny Whoa. is Kevin Love didn't, didn't play against the Hawks. Kevin Love didn't play I against was, the Hawks. I was. W- no, I, I will say I was wrong. I gave the Jazz way too much mother <laughs> credit. <laughs> you sound like you're about to lose, like get your legs broke after this. Yeah, like you, you lost some money. <laughs> Um, by the way, uh, we're Jay. never saying Rudy's I'm sorry name. Sorry, the jazz lied. We're to never you. saying Rudy's name on this either. He's two seven from now on. We gotta, we gotta like officially. No, he's twelve uh, and make ten. A list. He's twelve and ten. <laughs> twelve and ten. But why, why was he going on Twitter today? Oh and, God! And and Bruh. chirping back at people saying this, all my three defensive player of the years are real. Like, like we bro, live in shut basements. the f- like not now. Not now. Yo, man. Of all times, this is just, the problem. just know Yo, when to be quiet. That organization caters to his ass so much. And I get it. Like, organizations cater to their stars and everything. But it is such a crazy level with him. Yo, how many screen assists did he have in Game 7? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you how many screens. I'll tell you how many screens <laughs> he's watching the rest, of the, the rest of the series. One, right? He is going to be watching uh, his shit on a screen. He's going to be on vacation with his iPad out. That's his screen assist. <laughs> one fucking screen. <laughs> you just can't go on Twitter fun. after watching Phoenix and DeAndre Ayton, like DeAndre showing you what you should do. But to be fair, it's the Suns, the rest of their wing defenders too. Like, well, that they helps. have a totally yes. different group of wing defenders. Also, yeah, and to be fair, DeAndre Ayton knows how to actually catch a basketball and put it in the basket. 
well, yeah, that also that's helps. part of it. I mean, no, no, that's just how you play, fantastic, yeah, you amazing athlete, you know, DeAndre Ayton. He's really good. You ever watched him run? Really good. Yeah, beautiful. It's, just, it's beautiful. It's a thing of <laughs> beauty. It's a gazelle. <laughs> Um, all right, let's get. I to, really do talk about DeAndre Ayton running all the time. Let, it's a real thing. Let's get to, like, it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Might be the fastest man alive. Let's Woke up and to, sunshine uh, poured through the window. It's fast. As DeAndre started running. Let's get to Saturday it's my, night. It's my phone background, neck. actually. Let's get to Saturday night where uh, Mike Budenholzer has Mr. Magood his way into the Eastern Conference Finals because <laughs> that dude has made some of the most egregious coaching decisions in that series, but it worked out. Because Kyrie got hurt, James Harden had one leg, Chris Middleton stepped up, and Drew Holiday's a winner. Like, that's the reason. I am shocked that Mike Boonholzer is in the conference finals. Because I really, like, we were we are half a, half a shoe size away. And shout out to Chris Herring at 538 <laughs> for having this story, I think, a couple years ago, where KD apparently yeah. said, like, he plays in a size 18. Because um, it's, like, more aerodynamic. He wears a size 17 Do you guys not play in bigger shoes? Yeah, he plays in bigger shoes. Um, this was courtesy of Chris Herring. And so, um, and so if he played in the right size shoe, I think they would have sent, I think they would have sent the bucks home because Mike Budenholzer, nah, Mike Budenholzer refused to double team Kevin happen. Durant. <laughs> Man, he was dropping 40 every night. With, I don't even know where to start with this dog. I'm so frustrated. Right. Should we start with love with the bucks? Or do we just shout out to the Bucks? Well, yeah. I think the we Bucks, give love though, to. You know? I think we can give as much as I'm shitting on Budenholzer, man. That was a great series. Both those teams were yeah. fucking good in that series. Role players stepped yeah. up. Unless you were Joe Harris, like they, like they, we got, oh, we had buddy. a lot. Oh, don't even give me start on that fraud. It felt. What's it his felt number big again? Time. I don't need twelve. I don't know. One two. One for nine. That's his. <laughs> that's his number. <laughs> One for Bro nine. Thirty-three percent. I'm making a list game. right now. Hold on. Couldn't. Led the league in three-point percentage and could not throw a rock mm. in the ocean in a series that really counted. Mm. And he had that one late in the game, like Ooh, wide naked. open. Oh, my God. Listen, butt naked. And Pat Connaughton's just out here's, there drilling here's, here's threes. Here's the thing. Playoff Pat. Are you struggling to close deals? B2B selling is tougher than ever, and that's why I want to tell you about LinkedIn Sales Navigator. LinkedIn Sales Navigator is a sales intelligence platform that helps professionals effectively prospect and engage high value customers, drive higher revenue, and increase sales performance. Sales Navigator helps you target the right buyers, surface key signals, and show you hidden allies so that you can find those buyers that are most likely to convert. Fueled by LinkedIn's 1 billion member platform, Sales Navigator gives you up to date first party data enabling you to unlock conversations with the people that matter. Right now, you can try LinkedIn Sales Navigator and get a 60-day free trial at linkedin.com slash MBA show 23. That's linkedin.com slash MBA show 23 for a 60-day free trial. Let LinkedIn Sales Navigator help you sell like a superstar today. Just go to linkedin.com slash MBA show 23 and get started. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
I want to I want to give a halfway shout out. I'm going to say a halfway shout out, right? Oh man, this is going to be me, so disrespectful. Cuz me and Dave are both dealing with leg injuries right now from playing <laughs> basketball. James Harden played 52 minutes on a grade 2 hamstring, but I want to talk about the long pass that he threw. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't understand that. it. Listen, JH, you my man, but that's drugs. You're up for Kevin's out the there just kind of chilling. What the fuck you throw was it. that? I, I don't know, that. bro. That was it was a Carlton, medication. but it, it wasn't be. a shot attempt. So then that's one play. Several missed defensive assignments. Mm-hmm. I get it. Again, you're on one yeah. leg. Yo, he really was moving like I do in men's league. But, <laughs> in the NBA game seven. But to protect him... He comes out of the game, they blitz Kevin yeah. and gets him off the ball. So he has to play for the for the uh the the, the Twitter he had coaches. Twenty two nine and nine. No, that's the thing. For the Twitter yeah. coaches who felt like he shouldn't have been on the floor. No, he had to play. You can't yeah. you can't take him off the court because he's still pressure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like You're respectively, still they still respect him enough to like, you know, understand. But geez, man. Kevin's Bigfoot. Uh, overtime. Yeah. First of all, you got Kevin Durant playing 48 minutes. You also have Kevin Durant bringing the ball up. You have Kevin Durant posting up at the high. You have Kevin Durant wrestling with PJ Tucker. And you also have Kevin Durant on the other end trying to guard Chris Middleton, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Drew Holiday in multiple sets, right? And then, and then overtime, you ask this man to still carry them. No one else wanted to shoot. You go back and look. That was one of the best series I've ever seen. Yeah. In a weird way. You still wonder how the Bucs won. The shit Durant was doing. And oddly, Jay, he's fixed his legacy. Oddly. Like, not the two championships. People now want to say, you know what? He solidified. Bro, he been solidified since yeah. like year two. Yes. Those are the people. The people that say that are the people Rudy Gobert was tweeting about. <laughs> <laughs> like we, if you come on, anybody that ever doubted KD isn't like stop. And best scorer on the planet. I, can I shout out Drew Holiday because I had slander ready. Hold on, hold on. Not scorer, plant uh, player. Yes, yeah, player. Fix that. Okay, I'm, I'm ready to call him by his number two. <laughs> <laughs> I was ready to slander Drew until about. Six minutes left in the fourth. And then shout out to Paulo uh, from The Ringer who tweeted what I, what I was going to say for the pod. But Drew literally turned into the player the Bucks have been needing for years at the most critical time of the season. Just the way he created, the way he hit shots in those final minutes. No, you, you know what um, he is? He, 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 um, this was two years ago when, two years ago, three years ago, when Jimmy Butler was trying to get to the Miami Heat, right? And uh, and they end up trading him to Philly. I knew he was going to bring up the heat. No, show. no, no. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> this is so and so. The Lebtard show was asking Amin Al Hassan. They're like, why? Like, what's the big deal with Jimmy Butler? Like, he's not. And, J- and Amin said, Jimmy's a winner. And like, what does he ever want? It's like, no, no, no. There's a there's a mentality, right? Like, he's a winner. Yeah. He does things the right way. He does things the way that is. So Drew is a winner. Drew is cut same from the cloth. same cloth exactly. And so he can be having a horrible fucking game. And I and there and as it was going, like whenever he put up a shot, a horrible toward, series, too. Yeah, like he really didn't shoot well, right? Yeah. But he was, but he was making plays, and he played good defense, and 
and and I knew like he was like the two guys that I trusted down the stretch of that game, even though they were both having horrible shooting games was Middleton and Drew, because I knew these guys are going to get to the spots they need to get to. And then it's just, can you put it in the basket? Right. And that's like, yeah. that's a and win. And they did top. that. And, and then the other piece jumper of that, Middleton hit over Bruce. Ooh. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Ooh. My Lord. Ooh. I jumped. I think I and, spilled something too. <laughs> and then the, the other piece to that is that those are the types of guys the Bucks needed. Right. Guys that could for years. Guys that could like PJ Tucker, he gave up close to 50 points to Kevin Durant twice. But every possession, he was in Durant's shorts. Every possession he was hounding him full court. Every possession he was right there. Like it's hard to say you played incredible defense when the guy averaged 34 on 50. Four percent shooting for the series, but Tucker was unreal throughout that entire series guarding Durant. And then oh, here we he, go. Where's, wait, what's my on, man's on, name on, from on, from Macedonia? He, what's our, no, what's our guy's name? Ukraine. Man, yeah. Yeah. What's my man's name? Whatever. For those listening, <laughs> we we were looking up. We were looking up. PJ Tucker's resume, and he was just a Ukraine League All Star, and we were wondering, like, why was this? We well, just dude know that he MVP won the MVP, yeah. <laughs> and it was some dude Manuchar, Manuchar or something. I, I forget his last name, like Moose Vili or something like that. Yeah, Moose Vili. But but PJ Tucker, he's not he's not an MVP type. He's a he's a winner, but he is a winner. And and this is what I'll say, like they hounded Kevin Durant, Tucker hounded him, yeah. Drew Holiday hounded him. And he roasted them. <laughs> but it all came back to matter because in the last five minutes of Game 7, the overtime of Game 7, Durant was gassed. Yeah. That last possession, he had very little left. And it's just like the cumulative effect of just grinding him down and him having to do everything for that team that entire series because Kyrie was out and Harden was walking like fat-ass J. King. And... <laughs> And it was just, I mean, I mean, <laughs> the Bucks, the Bucks earned that one. Like it, it wasn't pretty at all, no. and that, that's why this team, that's why this Bucks team to me is different. It doesn't have to be pretty with them. They're not front runners. They can, they can really, really grind one out. And obviously, they got lucky that they, Brooklyn was banged they up, but they grinded that out. They outscored Brooklyn six to two in overtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a shit overtime. Well, those, I think both teams, man, like they were just dead. I oh, mean, yeah. Kevin Durant getting roasted for an air ball after when he had played literally fifty three minutes at that point. Come on, man! Yeah, like, man. and that was on target too. Don't That's let just him. A, yeah. Although that series that was a one is, a, is an all timer, like it was a heavyweight fight, and it felt like a rock fight at times. Um, like PJ, you were talking about PJ Tucker's defense. Like I'll remember that in particular from the series, yeah, and, and the fact that Kevin Durant still had up night after night. That's right. what I exactly, <laughs> exactly. JK Even though uh, PJ Tucker was on him like a that PJ Tucker was locking up Kevin yeah, Durant. That was, that was the night and he, then he had forty nine that game. Yeah, and then we went for eight hours on Manchar. <laughs> We found him sitting there doing research, asking scouts no, about this guy. I went on Synergy. I was watching Match. <laughs> clips on Synergy. By the way, horrible quality. A horrible video quality. Oh, my God. That's what happens in the Ukraine yeah, league. They bucket. downloaded it off a of LimeWire, man. That dude's a bucket, though. Oh, my God. He looked like Drew Holliday. He, he, he was out there with the knee braces hooping later in his career. John Holliday said he, he jumped over too. a car in a dunk contest. I'll, I'll believe anything about yeah. him at this yeah, point. Yeah, I need proof of that. 
I need to find that. Manu Char. Manu Char, man. Brooke was out there coach shaving, man. They 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 panned the camera to the huddle before the uh infamous didn't realize the shot clock was winding down out of a timeout and he was in the huddle. Be strong. Be smart. We got this. And then to get out there and <laughs> shoot the ball. Yeah. Chris Middleton was so mad. Oh my gosh, dude. Somehow Giannis on the last attempt in regulation hit the back of the shot clock. I've never <laughs> seen that before. I watched that with my brothers. The King family was in stitches <laughs> at Giannis's attack. <laughs> and, and honestly, he was unbelievable. And the, the hook shot he hit over Durant, where he kind of big boyed him, yeah. got to his spot. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was a, an absolutely big time special move over a mm-hmm. great, great defender at the end of a game where both guys were spent. I thought Giannis, like... He gets he gets some shit for for not closing. He gets some shit for being like relatively limited compared to other superstars. And he wasn't the best player in that series by any stretch. But he did he was he to really damn good. Yeah, but when he, he, hit, when he plays, so, to his he strengths, hit enough though, right? jumpers. But when he hits, when he plays to his strengths, like that's what you want. I mean, he yeah. like go be Shaq. You know, You're not Kobe, were, honestly. Like. If he were to cut out the the early shot clock jump shots, I would really love how he played in that series. For sure, it, yeah. I don't mind the threes yeah. that happen where it's like, you know, the ball kicks around a little bit and they are leaving you open. Take that one, please. Like that those are the ones that Ben Simmons needs to take. And that's why he messes up their offense. It's the it's the walking up, you know, 18 seconds on the clock and, and you're launching a three. You suck at shooting. Stop. <laughs> like you're great at dunking. Try that. And, and, you know, we see them when he gets into that, like, like in a, as a trailer, almost semi transition because they will get, let him run in with a head of steam and he collapses the defense. Just do that every time until they adjust. And now you're going to get more stuff. And so, you know, when they do that and he plays to his strengths. Yeah. It's amazing yeah. how good he looks. He played very disciplined late in that game, especially yeah, given did. how he started. And I was—I thought that was a big, big moment for him. I mean, we talked about it. he started out with shooting some jumpers and he hit some. I mean, at the, in the end, the jumpers Giannis hit actually kind of won them the game. But in the end, he didn't take those. He, he stayed true. They all stayed disciplined. There wasn't too many bad shots, which we've seen a lot in game six. Oh, did he? Did he shoot? <laughs> he banked in a three. Oh yeah, he did. Somebody in the Nets did too after that. So I think yeah, we're James. That. Yeah. James. <laughs> I forgot about that. By the Sorry. way, uh the Nets had an offensive rating of one hundred and thirty four points per one hundred possessions when PJ Tucker was guarding Kevin Durant this series. One thirty four. They set the league record at one twenty this season, so that just shows you. Locked him up. Yeah. PJ <laughs> was he was amazing defensively. I, I But no. To be fair, if they don't make this trade, they're not in this position. So I got. You, oh no, you had to make the trade. Still, yeah, it just yeah. he didn't lock him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah he certainly didn't lock him up. We can't. But never I thought call he did a great job though. Up. He forced him to he do thirty-five points in the series. <laughs> he contested a lot. He forced some turnovers, and honestly, like making Durant work possession after possession after possession the way they did, in the end, that that made a difference. Like the last five minutes. He was totally gassed between him and Giannis. The last shot. It was it was really like like both of them were like getting peeled off their chair for for the overtime after after timeouts and stuff like that. Like 
they were just so spent. And Joe Harris, Both Joe Harris ready to run another one because he had so much energy. Oh God! How about Steve Nash? Just like yo, I can't sub these dudes. I can't sub any of these <gasps> dudes at all. KD said, even Bruce, even Bruce Brown, he was like, you know what? Pat Bruce Connaughton Brown is playing like was the only bench player in the minutes. entire game to score right. nine points. Nets, yeah, that's, that's, crazy. Bench that's the D'Antoni effect, guys. You know, that's, that's that D'Antoni. I'm gonna play five and a half guys. Yeah. That is a D'Antoni thing for sure. Shout out to Pat. I mean, who do you trust? You know what I mean? That's how it, that's what it happens, right? Like, who do you trust? And, and, you know, after all those injuries, they just didn't have a ton of guys. Uh, all right. Let's, they're scrappy. Let's, they're scrappy, you know? Let's look ahead. Uh, Bucks Hawks. Now, you guys in the chat, very dismissive a sweep. of the Hawks' chances. Yeah, it could be a sweep. It's not going to be a sweep. <laughs> I think Bucks and four. I, I definitely need to apologize. Wait, you said to the, you said what? Bucks Hawks is not going to be Bucks and four. Oh, Bucks Hawks. Okay, I thought you were talking about that. Could Bucks be Bucks and three. <laughs> Damn, you don't trust Mike Budenholzer that much, huh? If Ty Lu coached the Bucks, that'd be Bucks and two. I'm refreshing you know my FanDuel app. If they had I can't a good find coach. this odds yet. If they had a good coach. I think they sweep them. Unfortunately, they have Mike Budenholzer. <laughs> Budenholzer is going to win a title. That's crazy. And You're they right. should still it get rid of him. Crazy. That shouldn't happen. I just- the, Who are you going to hide Trey on this series? The definition and her. The definition of white privilege is that you have yeah. three <laughs> black coaches in the conference finals, and the white guy's going to win the championship. And the white guy's Mike Budenholzer. <laughs> that's that's what happens. Nah, he's still going to look like he got his house egged. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um, I think you guys are Yo, being very dismissive. There really is. There's no hiding spot for Trey. Or Kevin. Yeah. Because yeah. Drew is just so physical. Mm-hmm. And 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 the the Nets had physical dudes. Like, yeah. they weren't a great defensive team, but they have a lot of big, burly dudes. Trey Trey's going to be, I think, in trouble against you, Milwaukee. You remember right, when you were a kid and you, and you wore ankle weights to try to get your hops mm-hmm. up? Yeah. And then you're, you're running. You do maybe yeah. a mile on ankle weights. I used to walk around in jump soles. I bet Bro, you did. in the jump soles with the the calves, your oh calves looking gosh. refined. Jump soles. And then you take them off, and you feel like you're the fastest man alive. That's what Milwaukee's <laughs> about to do to Atlanta <laughs> after what they just went through. I like Drew on Trey, so I'm, I got the Bucks. Bucks and five. <sighs> I mean, I got the I Bucks. Know, man. I just think I, it's like, dis- disrespectful. Dave, that these guys are it saying is. this is over in four, mm-hmm. it's over in five, man. I, I just don't trust the Bucks, man. Plain and simple. You they, trust they, the Hawks? They, played, that's fair. they just yeah. won a series where I watched them play stupid basketball for <laughs> large portions of it, right? Like, I mean, it's just like stuff that just doesn't make any sense. So I I don't know. I've thrown my hands up with that team a little bit. And, and then I watched the Hawks continue to surprise us. The Bucks got players that want to shoot, though. I, and that's great. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the Bucks yeah, are going to win. They ought to win this in four, right? It ought to be a sweep, <laughs> right? It, like anything less than a sweep, I think, is not good for the Bucks. Like that's bad. I got, I got, they yeah. should sweep. I got Bucks and seven. But I, I the Hawks are Ooh. just kind of tough, right? Bucks and seven. Hawks are gonna. Hawks are good, man. The Hawks are yeah. good. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say Bucks gonna and six. Gas. I'm gonna say Bucks and six. Yeah, because I'm worried about about the guys. I will Atlanta say just not having enough guys. Nate McMillan's got the boys playing. This is what I'm saying. He does. This is what I'm he's, saying. He's got them believing. He's got them defending. 
That's a well, good defensive team. I, I don't really know how they defend. That's a good. I, don't, I mean, team. it's they are. It but won't be the same against Milwaukee yeah, that it wasn't it's a against great Philly. Assault. Why? Both, but wait, Milwaukee because and Philly Doc are both. Lineups, they both play stupid basketball. Why is it any different? <laughs> I agree. Exactly. But the, the Matisse, Ben, uh, who am I missing? The non-shooting lineups that Philly had throughout there aren't going to be there. Even George Hill, they were leaving yeah. easily. Those those just aren't going to be there in the next series. There's going to be more than two, three shooters I, at all. I'm, can't leave I'm three path. more disrespectful comments about the Hawks away from taking the Hawks in the series. So you guys tread lightly, okay? <laughs> I hope you do. Hey, Please, I hope you do. I, I can't wait this to, is not related, to throw it back at you after they get swept. Send two five to Sacramento for Halliburton and, and Hild. Yo, hold on, hold on. I wouldn't do it. Am I watching John Collins with a t-shirt of himself dunking on Joel Embiid? How did he get that so fast? This shit was two days ago. Is he really? That's amazing. Yo, yo, that's it. The Hawks are awesome. Cancel the 76. You know what? Hawks and six. That t-shirt, Hawks and six. God, man. That tweet, Dave, or that quote. Yeah. Lord have right, for well. Let's read it. Yeah, go for it. Joel Embiid from Rich Hoffman at the Athletic. Joel Embiid. I'll be honest. I thought the turning point was when we, I don't know how to say it, is when we had an open shot and we made one free throw. <laughs> ben is I going mean, tomorrow, baby. Yo! Everyone's just like, I mean, yo! they're not even firing shots; they're dropping bombs. I love everything about this because you don't lie to us and be the. Don't be the this isn't time to be the cuddly teammate. It's just not. We all watched it. And it's a big reason that they're at they're home now. And you just can't sugarcoat things at a at a certain degree. And this yo, was so egregious. Yo, this was that's fucked up though. Like that's your teammate, no, man. It ain't gonna be they all know not it's for done. long. They know it. They know it. Get them off now. Draft night is gonna be very interesting. Gosh, the Pistons are going to trade for Ben Simmons, aren't they? Oh, there you go. I'm going to be. <laughs> yeah, you, after you said I don't ever, I don't have to watch him anymore. I'm going to have to watch him every game, <laughs> and then in the play-in, he's going to extend my vacation for a game. <laughs> um, all right, so you guys are all disrespecting the Hawks, and I'm and I'm on the verge of very much over-respecting the Hawks. I can't believe you guys. I, I love the Hawks, and I think you know. Look, the juice that that Herder brings for them, like. Three playmakers is going to be harder uh, for for the Bucks to deal with. I mean, but I just don't know that the Hawks are going to be able to stop the Bucks at all. Like they just Trey Young, Kevin Herter, just going to struggle. If Bogey healthy, I think it's a nice matchup. Yeah, I, I don't disagree there. And plus, we need the Bogey versus the Bucks matchup for. Oh my God, you know yeah. Ooh, for the drama anyway, right? After the old yeah. uh, old tampering, you know. Yeah, I'm still reeling from that MB quote, <laughs> bro. That was one of the craziest things you'll ever hear someone say about his own fucking teammate. But he's not lying. I he's respect not. It's, it. It's a hundred percent true. But holy shit! Oh I still think Docs is as bad. <laughs> I can't answer that. <laughs> Doc's like, Doc's like, yo, yo, you you want me to answer whether that dude can play at a championship level? He couldn't even beat fucking Kevin Herter in the second round. He was afraid I mean, of Trey Young. Everyone decided to th- like, come on. Everyone decided to throw him under the bus all at once, which is nice because you get it out of the way. But very weird so, to do it tonight. There's no flight home. 
So they have <laughs> to. Everybody's in cars. Right? They have to. That's it. Uh, you can't wow. come back from that. No. That's like no. when Marshawn Lynch didn't get the rock at the one yard line no. and it ruined the Seahawks forever. No. Um, ben Simmons did not shoot from the one yard line, and the Sixers will never be the same. All right, let's uh, let's get to Suns. Um, let's get to Suns Clippers for the Western Conference Finals. We did have Game One on Sunday. Uh, Devin Booker beat Paul George. We had a lot of a lot of fun parts of this. Obviously, no Kawhi Leonard. Um, are they just keeping with this whole like we don't know when he's going to play again thing? Are we are we pretending that he's going to come back in the postseason? I, I can't imagine he's going to come back. Right? I mean, Who is this? It's Kawhi, right? Like, I mean, you know, oh, he yeah. playing. Nah, he's very. They've been very private about his injury reports yo unless, for a unless, long time unless mr miyagi can, can get to injury. him like he's done yeah, yeah he's we cooked. won't see him till october chris paul gonna be back though. Not see him t- before that christmas yeah yeah i mean so chris paul according to to chris haynes of yahoo sports chris paul is symptom free so i guess we expect him back for game two which i think is on is on tuesday um so with chris paul back like this sh- I, look, I don't want to be totally dismissive of the Clippers, but I man, if Chris, be totally dismissive. But I'm gonna be totally dismissive of the Clippers. Like, I don't see. I think that's a sweep. If Chris Paul's healthy, like, and they and they're obviously not gonna have Kawhi back. I just the the Clippers played great, fun basketball today, and it didn't matter. But it, it hey, would I mean, have it was, if if Booker yeah. hadn't touched God. Yeah, I thought that the Clippers were okay. Um and, and had a lot of good stuff happening, but it's pretty obvious they're one man down, yeah. right? Like, and, that's and that they're more than thing. that because Marcus Morris is hurt, and they couldn't yeah. really go to their small lineups like like they wanted to. I think so. That that's another issue for them. They're without Kawhi, they're they're against it unless they're playing Rudy Gobert and just get wide open shots all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, like, here's the thing is if if Booker is going to control the game the way he did, in particular down the stretch, I mean, he had that one 12-0 run or whatever he did yeah. for himself, well, 12 straight points. For this. If he's going to be able to do that, um, and then you add Chris Paul to the mix as, like, a re- release valve, a guy that's going to eat in the little mid-range, um, I, I mean, I, I, I'm with you. I, I think that that could – for sure be a sweep. And maybe because the Clippers are playing really good basketball right now, maybe they steal one. Do, um, but the talent disparity really is a, is a thing in this series. Uh, this is, and the size disparity. Yeah, the size like, disparity. Yeah. Yeah. Do we, Every th- type of disparity. This is, this is probably <laughs> well, going to be a Paul George stupid. has been unbelievable, man. I want to say that because this has not been a Paul George type of podcast. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. And, and he, he has been fantastic. Throughout this playoffs, he has given them playmaking. He has given them shot making. He has been consistently very, very good. So I just, I just want to warn you. Okay, this is important. Now, it's often, it's often not a Paul George podcast, not because of how he plays, but because of what he says. Right. Right. Like he, you know, he he scored 36 points on 14 of 20 shooting in game five in 2019 against the Blazers. And he defended that shot by Damian Lillard really well. And we didn't clown him for that. 
We clown him because he said it's a bad shot. So it's exactly. I do think he can play well in this series, but I I'm fearful of what he'll say at the at the podium. Yeah, I, and he is good, right? He's like been fine this is so far. this is not one of these yeah, things. No, he's a good fucking but also, player. he's like, a really good player. Yeah, this like, is why really we good. make fun of him, right? Yeah. It's not like it's uh, you know Shaq Harrison out there saying this stuff, yeah, right? Like, Shaq. yeah, Paul George. Yeah, I wish Shaq Harrison said that stuff. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, Paul George is good, which is why we hate when he makes excuses. But I mean, they're no. I mean. They don't win that series against Utah if Paul George doesn't put him on his back. And, and same with game one For against sure. Phoenix. Like, yeah. They're not in it like that if Paul yeah, George doesn't win that. he was amazing. Just Devin Booker was better. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, Devin Booker, I mean, look, if I'm if I'm looking at Dark Horse, like, if I'm, like, I'm not a gambler, but if I was thinking about next year's MVP, I'm looking Ooh. at the Suns and how good they're going to be next year, I'm probably thinking Devin Booker's got a good shot like at it, 41. right? Like Devin Booker, something has happened with Devin Booker here in the last like few months, and especially seeing him do it in the playoffs. This guy's on a whole nother planet right now. I agree, but yeah. I also think this has kind of been what Devin Booker's been all along. Yeah, I, oh, think I it's agree. Just no, 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 no. He hasn't the, been this. The, he hasn't the, been this the commentary around this Devin Booker was so wrong for so long. No, I no. He didn't start defending until last season. But why did he? I, he would, took so would, much we? heat because his team sucked. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and because he help. never had any talent around him, and because the entire organization was dysfunctional and worthless. Yeah. And he was always awesome. No, he's all, no. He's and he has been, been he has been yeah. ready for this playoff stuff for years. That's no. I I it, I think like there has not been a a young star in the NBA who has been criticized. For no real reason, more than Devin Booker, I don't know that. Wait, hold on. Wait, why? Why are you going so hard on this? I no, he's he's one hundred percent gotten a lot better the last two years. Now he was already really fucking good before that, but he's got like he's become a guy like he could he could play make before, but he's a playmaker now. He like became but a a, a solid like defender an- last year, and he's a really good defender now. Like he's a dude that definitely got better over the last two years. Like he was not this dude two years ago. I agree, but, but, but dude's acting like he was an empty make- calorie guy when he's always been hell. And I do we say he play makes better because it's just there's players to make plays around no, him now? I think, like I, I think the way he navigates screens, I think the way he sets up passes, like he sets up a swing swing. Like he I think he yeah. thinks the game so much better now than he did a couple years ago. I and I think that. that's just like that's what happens with star players. Like th- that experience matters. Yeah. Well, well and I'm, I'm also there's a there's a certain ama- uh, amount of people telling you what he's gonna be before he is that. And yeah. and if you say pump the brakes, you're a hater. And that's what a lot of the Devin Booker stuff is. A lot of it is, okay, well, I want to see him play with good players in games that matter. I think that's important in the context of the NBA. Wouldn't you guys all agree? For sure. Like I think yes. it was- we've seen guys on bad teams that look awesome, and then they get into an environment where there are better players around them, and it's like, okay, well, they're good, but they're maybe they're not that guy. And Devin Booker, certainly, like, his skill level has increased quite a bit, but he's clearly that guy now. And I don't think he was clearly that guy three years ago because they sucked. But here's the thing. My thing about him is, like, people were like, yeah, you know what? Like, 
he, he has a 56% true shooting. Like, he's not that efficient. It's like, motherfucker, who else would do much better without with that supporting cast? Like, who would win games with... Like, who? Henry Ellenson and Alex Len. Oh, man, Alex yeah, Len, lottery and- pick. Who th- that that little tiny <laughs> so point Simmons. guard from Kentucky, Tyler Eulis? <laughs> like, like I was I was there when Devin Booker had seventy, and it was one of the biggest farces I've ever seen. One of the most hysterical things I've ever seen. Who cares? He got seventy, man. The Suns, the Suns lost by ten. Yeah, I'm, I'm with the Zach. Celtics won by ten, and the Celtics were totally silent and in incredibly frustrated in the locker room and the Suns were celebrating like they won a championship. <laughs> what else did they have to celebrate? That team sucked, man. They do got 70. Uh, no, but I, I, all I'm saying is that Suns team had hardly any NBA players. And so, yeah, of course he's not going to be super efficient, but the dude has always been a tough shot maker. He's always been a tough shot create creator. He's always been the type of guy who would thrive in a playoff setting if he had the right pieces around him. I think he's like he's been more than ready for this playoff run and the fact that he's taking advantage of it and really roasting people in the playoffs is no surprise whatsoever. Marquis Marquis Chris minus 24 in that game he got 70. <laughs> Shut up Marquis Chris. One for another dude One for who, <laughs> sub NBA player. <laughs> Also, lottery picks. I, uh, I always this doesn't mean much, but I always I found this interesting. I did a story with Bruce Brown like a, two years ago when he was long before he was a, the the greatest small ball center in NBA history mm-hmm. when he was a point guard for the Pistons, and <laughs> he was asked he was his goal like he guarded every team's best player, and I had him rank at the end of his rookie year rank the players he had to defend, and he had Devin Booker number one. He said just the way he navigates screens, the way he moves off ball, the way he's patient when he has the ball. Just to see the evolution of that with a good team and him utilizing his strengths already to make others better, what we saw tonight with the first triple-double and the way he facilitated and just picked his spots. It was... I've just always been a Devin guy. And he's from Michigan, so you know, oh, that's, shout out my Michigan guys. Guys. that's another guy with a, with a very visually appealing game, right? Like everything yes. he does is so smooth and just like he gets to his spots Yo, and it just looks like he started, man. Don't get me going. I love me. Look, basketball is art, man. It's like watching ballet. Not when ben you know, Simmons and when guys it. that <laughs> I mean, he plays Aussie rules football is what he's doing. Um, but no, they score. You know, that. Booker is definitely out there uh, dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Dave and the Suns, man. <laughs> I love that team, man. They're so much fun. Uh, like Mikel Bridges, who we haven't even talked about. Oh, he's um, my favorite player on that I mean, team, man. Is yeah. is he the best three and D player in the league? Yo, like I'm, as a three and D guy, I was one. I was one of the only people who voted him all defense. I'm heated that he didn't. Man, I thought he yeah. was oh, I like that vote. Man, that dude locked up everybody mm. this year. He is, can just really play, man. And and his off the dribble stuff improved. Even like over the course of the last couple of months, he's season, get, much less the whole year. Yeah, I mean, he's gonna get a max yeah. deal. Can you know? Can I ask you guys they one have thing? Such a nice setup too. Like you know, you got this really cool. Like you've got Booker and Bridges and Aiton is such a good core to have. You know, because you've got really important positions and the way they work together. And then you can plug in veterans around those guys for years. Yeah, they got a squad. And shout out to Campaign, who might be the craziest story. In the history of life, actually, not even just basketball. 
his his I don't even know what you call it. But the fact that he's actually good. It's not a resurgence. No, it's just a surgeon. It's a surgeon. Yeah. It's, just a, it's just a late bloomer. He was a late, a late bloomer. Yeah. I can't wait for I can Holy remember, shit, dude. I can remember during a Celtics-Bulls playoff series, Fred Hoiberg was was talking about their the Bulls practice and <laughs> how, camp, how campaign had been given the assignment of playing Isaiah Thomas in practice on the practice squad <laughs> and about how good he was in his role as Isaiah Thomas. And I was like, yo, yo, this is a new low for campaign. Like he play, he's just the practice squad guy he played four who, minutes in the series. Who, who plays better when he has no rules, when he has a little bit of freedom. I was like, this is, this is Empty not going to end well for too. campaign. He, he has had a surgence of all surgences. It's the craziest shit. I mean, shout out to him because he was his career was done. He was it was over. He sucked. Oh yeah, and he now was about he's, to be runner up to Manuchar he's legitimately in the good. League. Like he was done. <laughs> Manuchar would have given Manuchar him bucket. Destroyed him. Absolutely destroyed him. <laughs> no, the, the campaign surgeons is is really fun. Um, I can't wait for the surgeons for two five in a few years. That's how we refer to him for the rest of our lives. <laughs> All right, that's good. Cool. Cool. That right that's going to do it for the Basket Buds edition of the Athletic NBA show on the Athletic Podcast Network. Make sure you subscribe to the Athletic. Make sure you do all that algorithm stuff with the unsubscribe, resubscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to this podcast. And make sure you check out all the best playoff coverage, which you find on theathletic.com. For Dave, for Trey, for James, for Jay, for Jade, I'm Zach. Keep it locked in on the Athletic. By the way, and I knew I shouldn't because I like I've been uh, I've been doing this 5K training program and I'm like, you know, just trying to get myself back to where I need to be. And I, I needed to take the weekend off. And God damn it. I, it was the one more game. I had almost rolled my ankle and, like because, you know, it was just some shitty court or whatever. And fuck, man, I took off and I felt a pop. And they said it was the like, so I thought it was my Achilles because I, I've like struggled with tendonitis for like the last like, I don't know, 10 years or something. And so I'm always nervous of that. And I guess in the, they said I turned white when I said it. And I just like you know, very calmly white, said it. <laughs> I don't know, Jay, you got to see me. I'm pretty tan. Uh, I've been running outside in Texas. But yeah, so um, I felt that pop. And But I, the first thing I did was reach to make sure my Achilles was attached, right? It was so it was something in my calf, man. But I thought I was gonna get sick. So I've been laying around like 
it, I've never had a, a tear in my like like lower leg. I've only had it like I've had a tear in my bicep. I've had a tear in my in my pec. But those you can like work around. I can't work around my leg. <laughs>